Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome everyone to the High Vibe Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. Today we have Shiva Rohani on the podcast episode and Shiva has a degree in exercise science. She also has been in the fitness industry for 16 years and is also a certified brain health coach. And the reason why I have Shiva on is because she is one of the few and only people that I see really openly talking about Adderall and how she used to take Adderall. She was prescribed Adderall and now she is Adderall free. And those of you that follow my podcast, you know that I had a severe addiction and problem with Adderall. And the more that I came out and talked about it, the more people started to come to me and and came out of like the woodworks basically letting me know that they had problems. And so I really wanted to bring Shiva on to share her wealth of knowledge and experience that she has accumulated over the years through her personal story. And I am so excited to have you on, Shiva. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to no. share your story. And I would love to hear from you and just introduce yourself and we can just- Yeah, start. no, thank you so much for having me. This is such an important topic to discuss and talk about. So the fact that we're even having this conversation is so helpful. If I had known someone, you know, publicly to be discussing this and had known people who were successful in getting off the drug, I think I would be more likely to attempt it and try it. And so Mm -hmm. Um, thank you for having me. This is great. Absolutely. So let's start from the very beginning. How old were you when you started taking Adderall, like prescribed, like, let's just start there. Blows my mind. I was I was 13 years old when I started taking it. Wow. I mean, if you really look at that number, I was <laughs> I was not old enough to understand what I was taking on a daily basis. Uh, and I will say, uh, my parents were people who were very against medication. They were mm-hmm. very holistic. My parents don't drink. Like they're very. They don't want me to be on medication. But mm-hmm. after talking to uh, a teacher of mine and my doctor, they basically were like, your child has ADHD and needs to be on medication. And so, you know, I, I think in my personal opinion, this all started before with, you know, hormone imbalance. And I think that's really where it stemmed because I uh, did deal with that as well. It just wasn't known on how to handle that again, other than birth control, which is a completely you other, were right other at that topic. Age. Yes. I was right, right at that age. age of puberty exactly. when things were changing. So exactly. what, were, what, yeah. what was happening that you even had to go to the doctor? Like, yeah, I, I was, I was having, uh, I was disrupting a lot. I was having, um, one, I was having a harder time in school, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I was also definitely disrupting class and couldn't sit still. I was, I was that kid who was asking to go to the bathroom 10 times in class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was really the two main things was my, my grades were like, I wouldn't say D's and F's, but like C's, B's. Um, and it was a little bit harder for me in school. And so that was one. And then, yeah, I think it was, I remember vividly, it was just this one day in class where my teacher was like, I can't, I can't deal with you asking to get up anymore. And we had a meeting with my teachers. And so that's kind of where it stemmed from. And so, you know, I also think that I had 
pretty bad anxiety growing up. I think that really is where a lot of my issues came when test taking started. I would Mm -hmm. really clam up during those tests because I was actually very anxious, which there's a big tie between anxiety and ADHD. And sometimes I think that instead of being diagnosed with ADHD, it could very much be an anxiety that can cause ADHD. Wow. So, so there's a lot of different factors. There's, you know, there's the underlying cause of all of this. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the misdiagnosis, which uh, it didn't take much for me to get diagnosed and have that amphetamine in my system on a daily basis. So, yeah. 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 For yeah. for me, I almost self-diagnosed myself basically. Oh, yeah. I, you're just like, I, I think I have ADHD. I can't focus. And then they're like, okay, yeah, you probably do. Here you go. Like 100%. it was that it was that easy for me to get to get Adderall. It was it was crazy. So when you were 13 and and doctors were were telling your parents that you need yeah. to be on this medication. So what happened when you started to feel the, like take the medication? Like what were the impacts yeah. that you were having as a 13 year old? You're so young. Yeah. So I, I remember one, I lost a lot of weight. I remember that I was a beam pole. Um, Mm -hmm. and two, I, of course my grades increased and my focus increased. I became more of, you know, the teacher's pet and really focused and all, you know, when they see the grades increase, they're like, okay, well it's gotta be ADHD. But on, on the other hand, behavioral issues started, um, outburst, anger outburst. They started me out with 40 milligrams, I remember, and it took years to figure out dosage. Um, 40 milligrams a day? Yes. Instant yes. release or extended release? They started me out with extended release, 40 milligrams. Wait, that's still a lot to start. It's a lot. Yeah. So there was a lot of that, right? They didn't even, we didn't really even know what exactly to do, how, okay, so I should be eating a full meal before I take this so that it doesn't hit my system so quickly. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of trial and error in that. So yeah, so I started out with Adderall and then um, obviously the other things started to play in, which would be anxiety. Um, I had panic attacks. Um, and yeah, I, I started to have to take other medications to counteract the current medication that I was taking. And um, I, find, I found myself needing to balance that out um, with something else. And that's, that's where I felt was the start to my issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, it was... It was interesting. And I'm not saying that it didn't help me with school, but it caused all of these other problems. Yes. Um, and so yeah, year after year after year, I took it every single day. Maybe I would take a day or two off here and there during the week, but for the most part, I took it every single day and, uh, for about, I would say 17 years. So, um, I tried to get off of Adderall, I get, I would say seven or eight different times. I made it one time for about eight or nine months. Um, but it was right when I started my business and Mm -hmm. it just wasn't feasible at the time. And I wasn't able to do it. And I didn't have the resources, um, to help me understand what was going on with my body. And then also help me understand what I needed to take to counteract and help through that withdrawal process. Mm -hmm. So how old, so you were 13. I still can't even get over that. I mean, I know there's so many kids that are getting diagnosed. Seven at seven. Yes. Some kids are are taking it. Seven. Yeah. It's so insane to me. It's like that. There's like such, exactly. It's literally (laughs) like prescribed meth. It's it really meth. it's prescribed yeah. meth. Just like I, I I truly believe like opiates are just prescribed heroin. 
Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's a fact. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a few, few molecules away from what meth is. Yeah. Um, it is speed mm-hmm. um, and it has the same exact effects as a cocaine or anything like that. So it's just highly addictive as well. Just, it is very highly addictive. Yeah. So at what age did you start to kind of have this awakening that you didn't want to take it anymore or that it was causing other problems in your life and Obviously, you were saying you had to counteract it. Like, I know for me personally, I had to smoke weed every single day oh, yeah. just to feel normal at the yeah. end of the day. Um, and that was something that, like, just to feel normal, I had to smoke weed because it was yeah. just, it, I was like, I was taking so much Adderall when, when I was in college and like all through my college years. So I want to hear your story when you felt like you really started to have a problem. I know that you were saying you you felt it, you were addicted to it as well. Oh, I 100% was addicted okay. to it. I was um, too. <laughs> and, and so I think everyone who uh, takes that drug is somewhat addicted to it because your brain uh, is now trained to say, you need this. Not to mention when you don't take it, you're not as fast. You're not, you know, there's certain aspects of it that your, your body's not supposed to be doing that. Right. So we find that to be the norm where really, uh, it's not, your body shouldn't be doing that as much. Right. And be able to rest, you should be able to rest (laughs) and your body needs to rest and Mm -hmm. your adrenals ultimately get shot by something like that over a long period of time. For me, when I realized that there, it just, this wasn't right is first of all, in general, I I will make some statements. Mm -hmm. I never, I always felt like something was, was off. I always felt like, um, my personality was off. My biggest issues were uh, my anger outbursts. So let's say I was, it was right around the time I was about to start my period or whatever it was, there was a hormonal change of some sort counter and adding an Adderall and amphetamine to it would make me lose myself on some, like we would be in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden I would lose it on someone. And then two seconds later, I would be like, it was like almost an out of body experience where I, I did a lot of work on myself. I would go to therapy. I would try all these different aspects and all these routes. And I would still find myself doing these things. And then I started to just think, well, maybe this is just who I am. Right. At if what I'm, age was this? I would say around, I would say around college. I would say okay. around college. So when, when you were an adult, years. at least, or like, yeah. Pat, okay. You're, yeah. Okay. When you're starting to understand yourself, yourself a little bit better and understand you know, some of those things are more introduced. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's when the awakening was for me. Okay. Um, and so I also started to get into fitness around that time. I would be readily going back to the doctor with anxiety and depression. And so because I kept going back to the doctor for that, I finally found a really great doctor that was like, if you're not exercising and eating correctly, then you're not going to, to sad. It took that long, but till I got to college, I didn't even understand that concept. That's and amazing so, that you found a doctor yeah. that finally said that to you. Yeah. And it's amazing that we're even having this conversation and we're amazed by it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that um, should yeah. be the first thing that yeah. doctors ask you is 100%. like, are you moving your body and what are you putting into your body? 100%. Yeah. Because if you don't have that foundation, then you're probably going to have these other problems that are coming to play. So, so yeah, so that was the first round of that. And and I started to, I was, I was hoping to go into physical therapy and decided that I wanted to go more towards the exercise and fitness route. So I became a personal trainer in college. um, And that's where I found my passion for exercise, wellness, all the things. 
Um, and it really changed my life. Uh, exercising and eating right changed my life. And I wanted all aspects of my life to be that way. And I started to realize that this drug I was putting in my body that every single doctor told me that I had to be on for the rest of my life might be causing some of my issues. And the problem is, is those few days I didn't take it, it was a withdrawal factor, right? You're mm -hmm. tired, you're starving, you're all these things. So of course you think you need it, right? Of because course, yes. Because the days you don't take it, you're feel like crap. you feel awful. It's, mm -hmm. it's another level of awful. It's, it's a hangover. You, yeah. you have a hangover. It's like you drank for three or four days and then you stopped drinking and you were dead. Mm -hmm. And so, um, again, not realizing what was going on. And so I had a boyfriend around the time, around that time that was like really urging me to stop taking it. And, um, and so that was my first attempt. I, I had tried, you know, other other aspects and other, I tried all the different types. I mean, you name it, the Vivance, the Adderalls, the everything. All, all yeah. the alternatives. All, all the alternatives. Even like the natural alternatives that they were trying to like sell for a little bit, like yeah. natural alternatives to Adderall. Like I spent yeah. tons of money on that as well. <laughs> yeah. So I pretty much tried everything and, you know, I went through my, my life pretty, pretty successful when it comes to career. And I found myself very, very focused on just how much money I was going to make. I found myself uh, really being unhappy in every other aspect of my life and not understanding why. And it kept happening over and over and over again. And um, I finally got to a place, I, I own a couple uh, boxing gyms in Nashville, Tennessee. And I also, um, I did a lot of different things. We have Airbnbs. I, I put myself in so many different aspects and I kept telling myself, okay, when I get to this place, I'm going to be happy. You know, when I get to this place, I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't happening. And so about three years ago, I finally decided, uh, that I need to make some drastic changes. And so I decided to leave my businesses, uh, leave my home. And I was, I was, adamant that I'm going to get off this drug. Um, because I knew that that was what was causing a lot of my issues. I, I, I had a gut feeling. It just, mm -hmm. it was you just know when you have a problem, know. like, yeah. you know, yeah. So, so I, I, I told myself if I don't at least attempt this, I'm not going to give myself a fair chance at being happy with my day to day. So, uh, three years ago in October, I moved across the country to California um, I had saved obviously enough money to kind of last me a good six to eight months. And, mm -hmm. um, and I basically detoxed off Adderall in my apartment in West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I spent a lot of money. I spent a uh, 10 to $20,000 with different doctors to help wow. me. Um, and what I learned through the process was the most important and best experience of my whole entire life. Um, I, I started to realize I wasn't, I wasn't present, uh, when I took Adderall, I was this place, this place, this place, all over the place. My brain was moving so quickly that I could, I didn't take the time to be present in moments. And I'll give mm -hmm. you an example. Um, wow, the sky is really pretty or the clouds are looking amazing or this palm tree in front of me. 
I don't remember those moments throughout my Adderall life. Um, I remember, you know what I mean? Yeah, now? like I'm like it's thinking like, about it and I was like, just so goal oriented. Same, same. It, it's that, all I cared about. That's the all that mattered. Yeah. The relationships I built were based on business or I'm not saying all of them, but many of them were, where is this person going to get me? Or what is this going to get me? And where is it going to get me? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was it. And it was, it was not allowing me to fulfill other aspects. I also felt like when someone pissed me off or made me mad, I'm done with you. I don't need you. I'm going on to the next. Mm -hmm. No, just cut them out. I cut them out. Yeah. And, and, uh, some of them I would regret it afterwards. I could have moments of being like, Oh man, that didn't feel right. Or, but there was no empathy either. Mm -hmm. There was a very, it was a very major lack of empathy for people and understanding numbed you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Communication skills were really off. Um, that was a big part of what I felt I could have done better in business at the time was, you know, really understanding and knowing people is how you are really going to build and grow in business relationships and, and relationships. connections. And not saying I didn't do that, but I will say that Adderall made me I wasn't patient. <laughs> there was zero patience, you yeah. know, because listen, my brain is moving up here. Why mm -hmm. is your brain not up here? Like you if know, you can't keep you up not, with me, yeah, keep then... up with me because mm -hmm. I, I'm going to keep going. You're, mm -hmm. you're taking too long and you're too slow. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's who I was as a human being. Again, I'm not saying I wasn't, I didn't have successfully good relationships mm -hmm. and, and all of that. I, um, but I am so much happier on the other side. Um, did it take me time? Yeah, it did take me time to figure out what works best for me and understand what was going on with my body. But again, that's why people like me are here who have experienced it before and now understand what it feels like to go through it. I, I, for the past three years, I've spent a lot of my time getting on phone calls with people understanding them as human beings. And that's all around, right? Because mm -hmm. it's not just about, okay, I want to get off Adderall because X, Y, and Z. It is, tell me about all the different aspects of your life and what's going on so I can better understand where you're at and what, you know, how I can help. Because mm -hmm. ultimately for me, the different areas that I learned and had to completely understand again, and again, I was 17 years. So that was majority of my child to adult life of learning right? Mm -hmm. I had to relearn a lot of that. That's time management. That's, mm -hmm. you don't get a pill every single morning to wake up and, and, um, you know, get you going. You don't have a pill to give you confidence every single day. You have to produce that on your own. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't drink alcohol every single day and be okay and take that Adderall the next day, right? Just to pump you back up, right? Yep. <laughs> so um, you can't have gluten and dairy and and all these processed foods without it making you gain weight without, you know, without, mm -hmm. so there's mm -hmm. just a lot of aspects that I had to learn by myself where, you know, some people are like, well, I'm, you know, this is a great example, man, every time I do high intensity workouts with Adderall, I start to fade a little bit and it's, it's actually really decreasing my energy. Well, probably because you shouldn't be doing high intensity workouts on an amphetamine like that. Imagine so, your heart rate. Like exactly. So like just be going like that. There's just a lot of very granular things that people don't understand. Uh, I get headaches a lot. I don't understand. Well, of course you get headaches because it's dehydrating you and so many other things, right? So mm -hmm. there's just a lot of little things that people don't understand. And then majority of the people I talk to that say that they are on an, Adder an Adderall of some sort, 
they're also taking an anxiety medication as well. Wow. So, so, you know, that being said, I spent a lot of time in different areas. It's food, it's exercise, it's mindset. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's retraining your brain to say, I actually don't need this. Right. Because your brain is, is chemically now changed and, and the structure of your brain has changed now. And you are now having to basically tell it, no, you're good. Okay. A habit's a habit. I don't mm -hmm. care what it is, whether that's sugar, whether that's coffee, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot that you have to, I had to retrain myself that I don't think would be as hard for most people, but I was on it for so long. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been an enlightening experience understanding who I am really. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the things that I thought were me weren't really me. They were the drug I was on every single day. Yeah. I remember I only took it. Well, only took it. I mean, I took it every single day for six years of my life. And so I, time, yeah, yeah. And it was from when I was 18 to 24. So yeah. like a big part when you're kind of in that self-discovery phase, totally. you yeah. know, and I remember not knowing who I was like feeling like I was going to, like I lost my identity. I, I felt like I couldn't produce a workload. Like I was working in a corporate finance job that was super stressful. And yeah. I was like, I don't think I can work at the level that they, they're used to me working at, yep. you know, with, without Adderall. And I just remember like feeling like I lost my self identity without it. Absolutely. 100%. I can mm -hmm. fully, fully, I, I felt that mm -hmm. 100%. But then I, I want to tell people that are in those places that that's probably not the job you're supposed to be in. I so agree a thousand percent yeah. because I mean, obviously I'm not in the corporate finance career anymore. And what I realized yeah. was that the Adderall was making me work and focus on something that I truly wasn't passionate about. Exactly. Which is you're not being your authentic self, which you're never going to be happy not living your authentic life I and, so and doing what you think is is truly yourself. And so I think that off feeling that most people feel, and, and a lot of times that drug is going to change your personality as well. Um, and give you these highs and lows that you just don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, that's, it's not allowing you to be your authentic self. And what people are afraid of is that they're not going to be successful in it. And really it's because this whole entire time you're on this drug, you've been going after the wrong goal. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's really what it comes down to, which can be scary. It's mm -hmm. not always the case though. Mm -hmm. and there are many people who are still very successful in whatever they're doing off the drug. It just um, depends. You need to have that self-awareness. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I remember having that awakening, realizing that there was like a blog that I read. I, I remember I was going to therapists and I was like Google searching how to get off Adderall. And I had so many failed attempts and therapists were like, well, why don't you just try to wean yourself off of it? And then I would do that for yeah. a little bit and then go on an Adderall binge when I had a deadline. And I, like, it, it was just so many unsuccessful attempts. And I remember reading somewhere like on some random blog that I stumbled across saying that Adderall is kind of just like that crutch that you take when you're doing work that you're not truly passionate about. Like you said, not always the case, but that spoke to me so yeah. deeply to my core that I realized I was on the wrong path and I was not doing my passion at all. I was not passionate about my work and what I was doing. And Adderall was just making me productive and yeah. feel like I was passionate 
about and, that. And let me also give you another example of the type of person that might be on Adderall because you know, I always, this was my biggest thing. I, I remember calling my mom crying like daily for a very long time in the very beginning of it again, because I had no guidance. I had no understanding. I had no one to come to, to say, no, this is normal. And your brain is going to be fine. You just need to give it a few weeks or a month mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, cause I went from my ideas were insanely amazing and I was, I was marketing and I still am marketing. So mm -hmm. that's a, that's a great example. I'm still in the field that I want to be in, mm -hmm. um, and in fitness. And so, um, or in the health and wellness field. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, you know, I remember saying to her, like, my brain's just not going to, to work the way it did. And I would get so frustrated and upset that I wasn't capable of like doing what I could before. Um, and, and really it was that thought process of saying that to myself over and over and over again, that was causing me to really do that. You and like so, self-manifested it. <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, mm -hmm. but, but there's just it, the type of person and to get back to that ADHD here, mm -hmm. the type of person that also takes it as the person who will start something. I remember starting something, not finishing it, starting something, not finishing it, starting something, not finishing. That was a lot of my experience on Adderall, but because you tell yourself this story for so long and you just want to feel that feeling again, you're also remembering the best parts of Adderall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so mm -hmm. that's another thing is there are some people who are like, I need this. Is it because of the energy? Is it because of the actual focus? Are you actually focused? Because some people aren't fully finishing some tasks and they're just, they're all over the place. They can't stick with one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then there's people who are never satisfied with what's in front of them, right? That was a yeah. lot of what it was for me. I was never satisfied with what was in front of me, ever. Yeah, it just wasn't perfect enough. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. That's another thing. Talk about the perfectionist mm -hmm. realm and world. Uh, that was a big, big thing for me. I'm not saying I'm still not somewhat of a perfectionist, but I can, I can talk myself through moments now, whereas before it was just like, it, it was too much. It was the end of the world for me. So. Yeah. So I want to talk about, I know you were saying that you had many failed attempts of getting off of it. And there's a yeah. couple of times where you try to get off it and you did it. And I want to talk about, I want to talk about those because yeah. I definitely wanted to get off of it for like two years before I was actually successful. Um, and I want to hear kind of your journey of like, when you made that decision to just move out to California and like have that six or eight month detox, like, I feel like for me, truly, I mean, I think everyone's a little bit different. I'm sure you have a lot of expertise in this, obviously. I went cold turkey personally because I didn't want to try the weaning off. I tried the weaning off and it, di it didn't work for me personally because I'm too much of like an all or nothing. Like I needed to just get off of it and make that decision to never go back. So I'm going to give you the scientific route of that and the reason why I do not recommend that. Um, it's because of what it can do to your brain and what it can actually, I'm not going to go too scientific in it, but mm. it's not great for your body for you to do that. Okay. Do what? So, wean off or all or nothing? To all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it's better. So it's better for your body long-term mm -hmm. for you to wean yourself off within a few weeks. And your right? body kind of rebalance itself. Correct. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be too much of a shock. So it is never recommended to just go cold turkey. Mm -hmm. A lot of times 
I'm not saying people haven't been successful. I'm just saying it's never recommended to do yeah. that. And um, I, I personally was in this process of weaning myself off, going back on, weaning myself off, going back on. So I wasn't taking as much as I normally do. So, I mean, I was but, kind of, yeah, I was yeah, like weaning talk, myself. Huh? Yeah. Let's talk about what weaning off means. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's so, hear this. So weaning off is ultimately you're cutting down your dose on, so like, let's say you start out with 30 milligrams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the next week you're going to go down to 20 milligrams. The next week you're going to go down to 10 milligrams the next week, five milligrams, and then you're off. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me. And the reason why I had to do that, my crashes were so bad, mm-hmm. like couldn't get out of bed for weeks, um, with too much of a dip. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why I had to wean off. And the reason why I recommend that because some mm-hmm. people will have such a bad crash where like, my, I, I was having trouble like putting sentences together. Mm-hmm. Go, like it got that bad. Bad, yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. yeah. That okay, so that that makes sense. Like I was kind of like at the point where I was like lessening my dosage and taking it like every other day, trying right. to take the weekends off. So I, there was days where I was going without it. And I wasn't like just in bed doing nothing. Totally. Yeah. And then, and, but I was still finding myself on Adderall binges when I had a deadline. Yeah. And that were, that I was not okay with. I was like, okay, I'm not productive when I'm on the days of work, I'm not taking it. And then all of a sudden I'm on an Adderall binge because I didn't get any work done. Some advice I would give in that, in that situation. And what I tell a lot of people is, uh, first of all, know your why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Write it everywhere. Write what your why is. Um, and second of all, whenever you are completely weaned off, that bottle goes to that person that you're confiding in, whether that's mom, whether that's dad, whether that's best friend, it does not stay in your house. Mm-hmm. You also have to tell your doctor that that's what you're doing and that you do not want to go back on it. Okay. I love and that. that and, th- and that's where those are just the small little things that I'm like, when I'm on the phone with them, if, and majority of the time, the phone calls and the people who I actually get on the phone with are people who are off of it, mm-hmm. um, um, because I don't want to give any advice that a doctor should be giving them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to help them through the process on, a, on an accountability standpoint. And if mm-hmm. I need any sort of help, I've got naturopathic doctors um, that can help in any other aspect. But not saying I couldn't probably do it on my own, but I want professionals there to really help. Yeah. Um, and, and let me also preface this because it's really important for me to preface this. There is no shame in taking medication. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want anyone to feel shame. And I think that that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of times people feel. I think that there are many scenarios where medication is necessary. If you're extremely depressed and can't get out of bed, it's probably best that you're going to take some medication to help you move through a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Adderall in itself, do I believe in it? Do I think it works? Do I think people should take it? No, but um, this isn't the case for every person. The people that I want to speak to are the people who are unhappy with their current scenario. Mm-hmm. And they don't feel great on the drug and they don't want to take it. I would love to say everyone needs to get off this drug. Mm -hmm. It's the worst drug in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am talking to the people who want a natural alternative and they don't know that that's possible. Mm -hmm. So that's who I'm speaking to. Yeah. And I totally agree. I mean, I think people that are listening that you would know, right? If you have a problem with something, you know, in your gut and in your heart when you're struggling with something, right? And it's like, it's just not not working. Right. So let's talk about some of the, the solutions. Cause I obviously 
I wasn't technically all alone. Um, like I confided in my, my partner and then I confided in my mom and I told him about that. I had therapists that weren't educated at all in this topic and yeah. were not very helpful. Honestly, they weren't, they weren't helpful. So someone yeah. who has gone through the process, who has gone through a lot of professional help in the holistic route, what do you recommend the, the person that's listening to this podcast right now that does yeah. that no longer wants to be on Adderall or has stopped taking it or has like tried to get off of it and has struggled? What are your biggest tips and advice for those, those yeah. people? So I'm going to go ahead and start this conversation and say every person is different. <laughs> <laughs> there is not one person that I, I think there's an overall basis where I can sit here and say, okay, these are some overall things I can tell a human being, which I'm, I'm, I will, mm -hmm. but I am never going to be able to tell you how to get off Adderall across the board. Without um, knowing them. Without knowing the person, without hearing their story, without understanding the areas that they struggle with, without understanding why they're taking Adderall, because there are multiple different reasons, mm -hmm. without understanding what other medications that they're on, without understanding their, their history with their family, history with life, um, mm -hmm. understanding the different areas that they're struggling it's with. So it's, it's so complex. It's so complex. complex. It yeah. really is because, um, yeah, and every person is different, which I understand that that's the reason why it's a little tough to fully diagnose that correctly. I think that to start this conversation, every doctor needs to give the natural alternative first. If I can give advice to anyone who has never taken the drug <laughs> and is debating on taking the drug, please try natural alternatives before you try medication. See if that works first. Lion's mane, whatever. Try a supplement that might be a natural alternative before you get on something that's highly addictive. What are some natural alternatives? So, yeah. So, so let's go through the different areas and the things that I think. So let's say you're fresh off Adderall. Okay. You, you're ready to really start this holistic journey. Mm -hmm. One thing that I didn't realize um, is that you need to decrease the amount of exercise that you're, you're intaking. So no high intensity workouts in the beginning because your body's really uh, trying to heal itself. Um, I think that's across the board that I see with a lot of people is that if your adrenals are shot uh, and your body is trying to naturally heal from the stress that it's been under for so many years, mm -hmm. then you need to also be very mindful of the exercise you're doing. Walks, uh, yoga, uh, low, like, you know, mat Pilates uh, is really something that you need to focus on. You're biggest focus is going to be the foods that you're putting into your mm -hmm. body period. Okay. So what are some foods? Um, yeah. So let's talk about that. And, and what has really been mind blowing to me is, um, some of the things that are going to an, a natural, uh, infl inflammatory diet. So ultimately things that are going to be inflaming your brain or your body are the things that you really don't want to go after. Um, gut health, remember gut health is huge here, mm -hmm. um, major tie with your brain and your gut. And so, um, staying away from dairy, staying away from gluten reminder that a gluten, uh, free diet is not for just celiac, you know, mm -hmm. it, it definitely can help people with ADHD and anxiety. Um, and then really up your greens. Your body really needs those greens. That, that made a huge difference for me. Like drank one green juice and I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, this energy that I have. Yeah. It, like, and real yeah. foods, like eating yeah. real foods. Like you said, like you can't get away with eating the processed crap no. and feeling good. Yeah. Like no. yeah. I remember I just like immersed myself and like a whole foods green, like I was eating so many vegetables and so many green juices and green smoothies. And I was like, wow, like 
Yeah. This is like, I've never done this before. And this is like a big, like it made a huge difference on my like natural energy that was sustained throughout the day. You know, I didn't have these peaks and crashes and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that was a huge difference. Yeah. That made a huge difference. Yeah. So, so that, that's definitely something to pay attention to. Um, and, and those are the three, I would say the overall main things is decrease, just take dairy out um, take gluten out and increase your greens are going to be the three staples. There's more increase, mm-hmm. your, increase your water intake. Like it's your job. Make sure that you know the type of water that you're drinking. Um, you need to decrease or stop alcohol for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was baffling to me how much I used to drink alcohol and now I don't at all, like mm-hmm. maybe drink a drink here and there, but I don't need it anymore either. I think a lot of that was social anxiety, um, which I find to be an across the board with most people who are on Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, so that, and then, um, yeah, the weed, that was the biggest thing for me too, is I was trying to supplement it with other things is mm-hmm. you're currently still smoking weed with your Adderall. Like that's got to stop too. So so yeah, so things that are going to naturally decrease inflammation in general. Um, the next thing that I would say is you need to look at your vitamin deficiencies and your hormones. Um, those are the two big things that really need to be pay, you need to pay attention to because I, I they're very much altered by Adderall and or could have been a problem before Adderall. Okay, mm-hmm. so you recommend like, getting some blood work or I do recommend uh, getting some blood work. Um, you know, again, I've had people who didn't need to do any of that and mm-hmm. stuck to the regular things that we did and they were fine. And Everyone's a little good, bit different. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I recommend getting someone who you're going to stay accountable to. Um, that's going to be someone who is not so much a therapist and therapists is, are great. If you have a great therapist, that's the person for mm-hmm. sure. But someone who's going to keep you accountable and talk you through moments of, I think I still need this. I think I still need yeah, this. That, da- that daily, like personal life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. part of what I have been offering to people is that accountability and talking them through those moments and why they're feeling the way they're feeling and what's actually going on. And, um, and then in those moments of, I have really bad brain fog or I have really bad, whatever I can give them alternatives to maybe help those moments. Um, mm-hmm with whatever it is. And I'm not saying, okay, supplements are something that we'll discuss, but I don't want to shove a million supplements in people's faces. That was one of the things that I had a really hard time with when it comes to the naturopathic doctors I work with, Mm -hmm. uh, overloading me on supplements. Um, you're just basically causing someone to go right back into the world of nonstop supplementation, which could be too much as well. Um, and not great for you. So so yeah, I think that there's certain things that you can take to counteract those moments that you just got to get through your day, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're having one of those days. But I will say majority of those times are when people are had a lot of drinks the night before doing things in their old patterns that they're normally used to with Adderall, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that, and then, you know, across the board, when it comes to learning and, and learning new habits and setting standards throughout your day. So it, it's, it's setting up a routine for yourself and, um, you know, setting those alarms throughout the day to keep those routines. And, and that is something that is just going to have to happen. You're going to have to learn how to do certain things on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
certain tactics that I really recommend. And for me, you know, even some days now, like I have to zone out and stick to one thing and stick to that and, you know, not have things around me that are going to distract me. And so just certain aspects and certain tools that you're going to use in, in those areas that are going to be super helpful. Um, and again, that's trial and error with each person. Mm-hmm. Um, and as for supplements, um, you know, L-tyrosine's a really great one that's really helpful. Uh, Lion's Mane is amazing as well. I could go on on supplements, but mm-hmm. I don't personally feel comfortable you know, listing off a ton of supplements that people can go and like blindly recommending it to someone that you haven't personally talked to. Yeah. So those are a couple that are great. I will say most people are going to be lacking vitamin C, vitamin D, Mm -hmm. um, which are things that most people are. Magnesium is one of the top, um, you know, minerals that people are lacking. So, you know, magnesium is going to be huge. Um, Mm -hmm. Oftentimes adrenals are shot. Sure. So ashwagandha is really great for, um, adrenal support. So again, like I said, it just kind of depends on the person and and Mm -hmm. talking through what they're feeling and then saying, okay, well then this sounds like we do need to get testing or this sounds pretty simple. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, so that's my very basic recommendation. Um, Every person's a little bit different, right? Every Based person's their, a little bit different. Yeah. Their background and everything. Like yeah, I, and it's bodies. just, yeah. And their bodies it's, but yeah, yeah, I mean, everything that you said for your, like your three foundations, like getting off dairy, getting off gluten, drinking lots of water and eating lots of greens. That is what I did. And it like, that was enough to, to get me off of it. And also the peer support, because I remember it was yeah. day four, it was on a Thursday and I had a mental breakdown like on, yeah. on that Thursday. And I remember coming home just like I texting my boyfriend in the middle of the day because there was a deadline that I wasn't going to meet. And I've never missed a deadline ever in my career. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like dealing yeah. with that deadline that I, I, my computer crashed, I lost work, wasn't going to make it mentally telling myself that I couldn't get through the day without Adderall. Like, and yeah. then I just remember having a mental breakdown telling him, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Like, like yeah. you said, and um, he, having that support helped so much. Like having that one person that you can confide in when when you might inevitably, you know, might have that breakdown, right? When you're getting off yeah. of it. And you will have those breakdowns. Yeah. And those moments are going to happen. And guess what? That's normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what you have to keep reminding yourself is the is what the long run looks like. Um, and start pointing out things that you are proud of yourself for. I've had a few clients that, um, I've worked with that, you know, they, they feel more present in a conversation with their boyfriends or, um, you know, they, I don't know, just little small things that they are feeling a lot better about that they've got to hold on to a little more clarity, Um, a little bit more clarity in their lives, a little Mm -hmm. bit more feeling like themselves, um, and that's going to, that's going to happen too. There are pros and, you know, and the, also the figuring it out along the way. That's kind of scary. Okay. Any of that is going, that's going to be scary for any person. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is. You're kind of re-identifying who you are. Yeah. Um, but do you want to live the rest of your life? Not understanding who you are. Yeah. Um, and also and depending so, on a pill every single day, yeah, having to go to the day. doctor to get the prescription refilled. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just remember, like, I was like, I don't want to take a pill for the rest of my life. 
Yeah. And then, and not something that I felt like I didn't need either, you know? Yeah. And, and there's not enough studies to know exactly what that's doing to your body long term. Exactly. I oftentimes felt, and this is not scientific, this is mm-hmm. my theory, <laughs> that, uh, you know, like, how does that not, I, I, I miss patches of my memory throughout the years too that I feel like I blacked out a little bit. And I'm like, I wonder how much that affects your memory and your brain. Probably um, so much. Brain, yeah, heart, like, your heart. Yeah, like, 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 like Alzheimer's, heart, dis- like all those, that's, that's a, those are big things. Like we don't fully have enough studies that say what it does to your body long-term. Exactly. But I do know that it does not do great things. It can't, um, right? It, it can't. So- <laughs> So, you know, we got to think about the long term as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's okay to slow down. You know, I think that's my biggest message too. It's okay to slow down. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be moving so quick. And go, go, it. go. Yeah. That, all that, the time. That 2020 really taught a lot of people is they were, they were forced to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I want to, really clarify that too is I, I felt off slowing down um yeah I yeah. did too I definitely because I'm just like overachiever you sound like you're an yeah. overachiever like high, like yeah and I don't know and I, I felt like Adderall just was a part of my identity in that yeah. and I remember like not being okay not being as productive like I felt like I had to be productive 24 7 24 and then yeah. I was like oh you mean I'm not productive 24 7 like that's that's not normal yeah. you know <laughs> and yeah. that's totally normal <laughs> to yeah. like have those times where you slow down or you rest or you rejuvenate you relax like you take care of yourself you have fun you go outside you spend time yeah. with your loved ones like I like, I remember just having to take Adderall just to even go to like, see my family. Cause I couldn't even get out of bed without it. it to it do the to dishes, yeah. to do the clean gir- the house. Yeah. Like, Sorry, I can't, yeah, I can't do it without this. I can't I do, can it do it without this. this. Yeah. And most Adderall users, and another thing I've noticed just from talking to a lot of people is you start out taking that one dose during the day in yeah. the morning, right? <laughs> and then by the midday, you're like, I'm going to take a little piece. It's like you have these little you pieces. You like cut it in half and Yeah, stuff. you have these little pieces to like get you up more throughout the day. It's like, mm-hmm. when does it end? I mean, I just remember, and this is not a funny story, but um, like being drunk at a pool all day long. I was in my 20s and, uh, and I was getting ready really quickly and, you know, we're going out that night. So I popped another little piece and a piece fell on the floor and my dog ate it. And yeah. So like, you know, just like rem- remembering those moments of like, that's, I had, I had little pieces sitting in my pocket, different places. I did too. Like, <laughs> I had it just in case I your needed rescue. it. Your rescue. It was like your safety net. Yeah. It was like your safety net, just in case, like just in, in your case. purse, in your purse, like in your wallet, like just yeah. in case you needed it. Like in case I wasn't jacked up 24-7. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I, I, I so remember that. I had like little, like, cause I was taking 60 milligrams a day instant yeah. release at my highest. And I remember like you just, your body starts to have a tolerance towards it. Oh, 100%. Too. And then yeah. you just start to need to take a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you need to smoke a ton of weed to go to sleep because yeah. like you can't go to bed. Oh man. And I let's I, talk about what it does to your sleep. And oh. that's the number one thing. Let me tell you when you're healing through it, get as much sleep as you possibly can. Sleeping is immensely important to your body. I know that we're talking about very 
eat your greens and drink mm -hmm. water and all these things that most normal people should be doing. But like, <laughs> it is vital for someone that is getting off of this drug and or, you know, trying to stay less anxious or trying to stay less ADHD, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm not saying that ADHD is not something that people struggle with. I'm not saying anxiety is not something people struggle with, you know, mm -hmm. but again, there's other alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't, I can't believe we're already coming to the yeah. end. I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like everything that you said, I was like, she's speaking to me right now. Like, I feel like your whole story, it's kind of crazy. I know how so many people are different. They have different stories, different histories. Some people have addiction or runs in their family, like so many different things, but I feel like a lot of the stuff that you're speaking about right now are very similar to other people that I've talked to that have gone through it. And I personally have gone through it. And I know that so many people are listening to this podcast episode and are like, she literally just spoke to my soul right now. Like everything that you said. And I know that this is going to help so many people. And I want to ask if someone felt so touched, like by this podcast episode by hearing you Shiva where can they find you and reach out and get and you know get more help obviously yeah you're an expert in this so I you know uh, right now currently I would just love for you to reach out to me via Instagram um I'm obviously in the process of really revamping a website and all of the things but for now just send me a dm i i always respond to my dms uh, i also have a calendly set up uh for you to just kind of have a 15 20 minute consult with me too if you want to just chat so um a lot of different ways that you can do that but it's all on my instagram so that makes it super easy at shiva fit okay i'll uh, link S that yeah link yeah so so i yeah so you know for me right now it's just to be able to get the word out to talk mm -hmm. to people um, and to be just a listening ear, uh, that's, that more than anything is super helpful. And it's a topic that needs to be discussed more. Yeah. Especially in this culture where everything is expected to be go, go, go. Right. Yeah. Like I, I feel like we're all, we're, we're just like on this, like every, every, you need to be producing more and like, mm -hmm. seems like. I don't know. Like I remember just all around me, everyone was taking Adderall. Like, and I oh, yeah. wondered, I was like, do other people have a problem? Like I do, like, I felt like I had a problem and I was like, do they have a problem? Or like, cause I definitely felt like I had a problem, but I knew people that could just take it here and there and they, they didn't have a problem. And that's yeah. when I knew I was like, something's wrong with me. Clearly. Like I'm fully addicted to this drug, you know? Yeah. Um, so Shiva fit S H E E V A F I T. Yeah. I will That's link that it. in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for of taking course. to drop so much value. I know that this episode is going to help so many, so many people. Thank um, you thank for you so having much. me. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.